0: Hello, hello, and this is this week's episode of Chow. I am your host, Tyra, and this week is gonna be uh, possibly another trigger topic, but it should be kind of interesting. So let's get into it. So this week's episode is basically in regards to, or kind of loosely regards to, the Kim and Kanye fiasco. So. I don't follow it that much because I'm not a Kardashian fan or am I a Kanye fan and that type of stuff is really one of those things that's like not something I follow. However, I have seen headlines and I have seen some articles and some references to it and also the Kardashians is a topic that I intended to actually touch on so this kind of Balls in that. So, well, I guess let me take this back. So, the Kardashians loosely is the topic of this particular week. So, a couple of weeks ago, while I was in the bed, basically watching videos on TikTok and Facebook (laughs) and Instagram, I came across this TikTok video. And for the life of me, I'm so sorry, you guys, I cannot find it. but I'm pretty sure I'll come back to this TikToker one day or another. But she had showed this video of um, this clip of the Kardashians or Keeping Up with Kardashians or something of the sort. Uh, this was Chloe talking to Pam, Courtney, whomever, not particularly sure. So in this clip, Chloe was talking about her frustrations of being called a nigger lover she's just like I don't understand it's just I mean I don't understand the point of it all it's just stupid so what I like black cock and I'm like wait a minute wait 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 pause rewind back up so you're being called a nigger lover now I'm not going to be completely insensitive and say, oh, dear God, you know, so what? You're being called a nigger lover, blah, blah, blah. However, my initial instinct is like, okay, so you're being called a nigger lover, but you pretty much have established the fact that you like dating black men. This is what you do, right? This is how you were in the tabloids. This is how you pretty much stayed relevant over the years. You date famous black men, rappers, athletes, etc. So, what? Someone calls you a nigger lover. But my thing is, they called you a nigger lover, but did you stop for a second and pause while you were having your kitty party and think, oh dear God, wait, why the fuck are you calling my man? Or men, or whomever, a nigger. Did that even cross your mind while you were going on this whole oh, like call me a nigger lover type thing, right? Because you guys, you have black children. You have children with black men. So therefore, you're. Ta- what you're saying is okay, I am a nigger lover, but it's okay for someone to refer to my man or baby daddy or whomever as a nigger, also my children, because my children are half-black as niggers, but oh dear god, they insulted me by calling me a nigger lover. Okay. So that's my that, that was my thing here. So you were calling a lover. You have babies by black men, or you have a baby by a black man. I think she has more baby. I'm, I'm not particularly sure. Again, I don't keep up with the Kardashians. Um, I have my opinion on them, and my opinion on the Kardashians is basically they use black rappers, famous men, athletes, whatever, to stay relevant this is how they build their platform, this is how they stay famous, and this is how they make their money. They have an array of blackness, of race appropriation that to me is just like, quite disgusting. And I just refuse to give them my attention because I feel that that is what they do. And for, and I don't care about interracial, marriages and relationships I really don't I don't care who you date I don't care who you love that is you that is your business I don't care that that's not my business I I don't I don't have any issues with interracial dating or interracial marriages or relationships that's not my thing right and so my whole thing is is like how you have a class or like a my, my thing is you have stars or people who use Black culture and Black people as a tool to gain fame, to, to gain fortune, to, you know, advance themselves in society and their careers, etc. For instance, when you have, and we have even Jennifer Lopez. You know, she starts dating Puff Daddy and she's now walking around with braids and a bandana. Really? Really? Like, this is how you felt it was okay for you to actually dress because you're dating Puff Daddy? But you can't even say that, oh, yeah, well, this is my style. No, it wasn't. We never seen you dress like that prior to actually dating this man. And you, uh, in turn, got black support or black, a black audience like, oh, J-Lo's down or whatever. No, J-Lo dressed the part. Have Kim Kardashian, who who started wearing Pinolini braids and boxer braids, as they quote unquote said. But let's just be honest, those were cornrows. You can't just come out with a style that's been out there for even the Kalulani braids for centuries and for decades that Black people has been has been wearing as protective style and to say, oh, these are boxer braids. No, it's not a new style. This is something we've been wearing for a very long time. And the thing about it, what makes me angry about this whole thing, is the fact that Black women or Black people who wore boxer braids or rolls, as we actually said it was, cornrows, the bandanas, the braids, whatever, they're actually deemed as being ghetto or dangerous or this, style of the third. They were condemned for this particular dress, this particular attire. But because you wanted to fit in, but because you wanted to gain that Black audience or that Black support, you put it on and now it's a fashion trend. And maybe my beef isn't so much as with them is maybe society. Because now it's like, okay, so why is this a fashion trend when someone else did this years ago? They were seen as being ghetto or ratchet or a hoodlum or something of the sort. Now it's cool. It's the same way I feel about some of these TikTokers, not some of them, but these TikTokers and... Um, Instagram people that misappropriate black behavior or black culture and you know like right, I've seen one video where excuse me you have this white gay guy talking about oh this black queen or this melanated queen or something like that okay you're white point that out to me point that out to me here's the thing first you're a white second year old man I understand you associate yourself as gay possibly non-binary in sort but physically you are a man and now you're talking snapping your fingers rolling your neck using all of this ebonics or slang terms now you have the audacity to call yourself a melanated queen now here's the thing let us black women me for instance, go somewhere, I'm talking, I'm rolling my neck, and I'm saying what I have to say and using all types of logic. Now, I am labeled the angry black woman. Now, I don't know, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself, and I'm going to speak for other people and things that I have actually seen in corporate America, working in corporate America, where there are so many times where I had to learn, or I'm going to say I had We as black people, I know, have two different sides. You know, you always know when you're going to work, you have to change your tone, you change your demeanor, and you make sure you tone yourself down. Don't, don't get, don't raise your voice. Don't roll that neck. Don't go first off or anything like that. No, you you can't do that because you're the angry black woman. And now you're aggressive in corporate america now you're aggressive now you're loud now you're ghetto now you're all of this so you have to make sure you have two different tones whenever you work you have, or you, you're in corporate America, you go home, you have one way of acting and one way of talking. It may not be the whole neck or your bonus, whatever, but you know, you're actually more in your element. You can actually get a little aggressive if you need to. You can actually say what you need to say. When you go to work, you don't have to, you, when you go to work, you always have to okay, let me make sure I do this and let me make sure I do that. It's pretty much this dynamic that you see at work where you have black women, you go in here and because you're just, because we have this, okay, I am so over and we're always on, um, it's, it's like, I, don't, I cannot remember his name, but he had this book, he has this saying where it's like, you're just black tired. Like, i'm just black tired i'm black exhausted like you know you always have to be ready you have to be ready you have to know what to say when to say it how to say it because you want to make sure you make it home at night right like if i get stopped by the cops I mean, make sure i don't have too much of aggressive tone make sure that they see my hands they see everything i'm not moving i don't make any sudden moves or anything of the sort i don't I speak to them with respect, I say please, I say thank you, yes, sir, no, sir, and all these other things, right? And why is that? Why is it we're in a society where we have to teach our kids that, we have to do that when I have seen and witnessed white people cursing police out like they're nothing, I pay your salary. I pay my taxes, blah, blah, blah. And nothing gets done to them. They make it home at night. They don't have to worry about this. You don't have to think about how you're speaking or how you're talking at work. In fact, a lot of things that are different with the dynamics of black women versus white women in the workplace is where you have black women, where we have to learn how to make sure we turn on, we tone ourselves down, but we have white women It's always you say something to them and they start crying, and everyone comes to their rescue, and they're like, Oh, it's okay, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, Are you serious? Like, I know I've seen sometimes I'll be like, Are you fucking serious? Seriously, are we fucking serious? Like, even that in school, in middle school, I know I this one girl, and she would cry at the drop. Someone say the least, smallest little thing to her, and she just start boo Now I know not everyone has the same tough skin. Some people are a little more sensitive than others, but I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, are we seriously? Fr- I mean, come on. Ooh, someone says your dress is ugly. Big deal. Get the fuck over it. This is when you actually grow and have some balls. You're like, so what? Your face is ugly. (laughs) Okay, maybe not go there. But still, it's it's one of those things where you just kind of you see, and it's like, come on, like why are we, why are we, why are we pacifying this? And you see it happen and it's kind of annoying and it's frustrating. I know it to me because I I cannot stand it. I'm like, why are you crying? Why are you crying? Stop crying. But just kind of scrolling, going back to my original point of hand, it's like, so now you have that victim card and then no one's really addressing the real victim in this situation. This man had nothing to do with this situation. This man had no beef with this other person but instead of you actually acknowledge the fact that this person or these people or whomever is calling you a nigger lover you acknowledge that they actually hurt you but you did not acknowledge the fact that they hurt they had hurt that man they called him a nigger regardless of what he has done who he was any of the other stuff they called him a nigger or the men that you have dated a nigger but we're turning around and we're like oh poor chloe it's okay they didn't you know blah 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 why is this fair? and that was another thing and we're going back to the kim kim kardashian and the kanye thing so i don't know the specifics in their relationship again i'm giving that disclaimer here right But I know what I have read and I think there was this one article where he was not told the location of his child's birthday party. Him and her family kept that information away. They kept that from him. So this is my thing here, right? So now we have this whole thing in the news and, you know, just just in general in the public thought process and just a stereotype that black men do not show up for their children. They're never there. It's a single, you know, you have a child by a black man, They're they're not going to be there. Do you fear for your child's safety? has he ever acted in a way towards his child that made you think that he was going to harm his kid? Why would you intentionally keep information from this man about his child's birthday party? Intentionally keep that away from him. Like, he's obviously in his child's life. He obviously plays a part in his child's life. From what I have read, we think he is not well mentally or something. We think he just, he off his marbles. But no one has ever seen, or I've never seen an article showing where Kanye West was ever aggressive towards you or the kids. So what is it that made you think that it was okay for you to keep this man from his child? And see, that's the problem that I have with a lot of these these relationships or something sorted sort of these particular, this particular group. It's like you use these men and you use this demographic as a platform to gain your fame, your, your fame and your fortune, but when things don't go your way, you turn it against them and you play victim. That's not fair. Okay, yeah, he bought a house across the street. That was a little weird. I'm gonna give you that much. I, I, look, I don't want my ex living across the street from me. If you were not there beforehand, I don't want you after. Okay, that's just that. I'll give you that much. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna argue with you on that one. That that is legit. Don't do that. That's a crazy creeper move. Like seriously, it's creepy. Don't do that. But to keep this man from his child's party, that's wrong. That is wrong. Playing the victim in a situation like, oh, poor, poor me. Okay, first of all, you knew that this man was possibly was involved before you married him, right? I, he did some questionable things in the beginning, but you stayed, right? So don't come turning victim now. If there is a stalker situation. If there is an abusive situation, if something like that is happening, you have a legit cause for being a victim. But if that is not the case, there's a situation where he poses a threat, which from what I've read is not a situation. Why would you keep this man from his child? Why do you think that's okay? And then after this after getting all this like black flash or whatever you know she's like well i'm not white i'm armenian ma'am it's basically the same thing it's like me saying i'm not black i am african-american or i am brown skin because black is black and i'm brown skin or I'm not black, my great-grandparents were, my great-grandmother was Native American, and yeah, she had babies by a black man, and that person had a baby by a black man, but I technically am not black because I have Native American in me. It's like, no, no bitch, you're black. (laughs) It, It just happens like that, right? But Armenia, if no one doesn't know, Armenia is like basically was part of the Soviet Union. It's that little area where now it would be kind of considered Asian because of the um, borders and how new treaties and everything has happened. But basically Armenia was part of Russia. And we all know Russia, you're white. I hate to break it to you. I don't. But you're white. Please accept that. You're white. When you come here to America, they see you as a white woman. And they don't see you as an Armenian woman. When was the last time you checked the error? You checked on a um, on your a license or any other application of the sort? Are you white? Are you black? Or are you Native American? You put white, so therefore you're white. You can't pull that card right now. That's not, no, it doesn't work like that. You're white. Let it go. So that's another issue that I have is the misappropriation. And then the oh well I'm not white. No, you're white. And let's just get on with the use and that's like and that's that's just one part of it. And another part of it is the you know dating black men using it as a platform to gain fame. Kylie um, Jenner, she had, a few years ago, please correct me if I'm wrong, because um, I can vaguely remember it, like when she had her baby, there was a question of who the baby daddy was. And it was just like all over the internet and social media, like, oh, this person, this person, this person. Now, if you care to remember how many women, black women, have been drugged because they may or may not know exactly who their baby daddy was oh, she was a thump, she was a hoe. she was a tramp, she was a slut, she's a bitch, she's this, this, and this, and this, and this. But It could be this person, or that person. Oh, that's such a cool. I, I hope it's this person. You know, I heard, I hope it's that person. And it was just a big thing over there. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Stop. Did we completely skip over the fact that this girl don't know exactly who her baby daddy is? I'm just saying. Did we skip that? It's almost like it was an exception to the rule. And it's pretty much the same thing when you get into looks. Like, why is it more acceptable when a white woman or a woman of a different race or gender, I mean, race, gender, or race or culture, whatever, has something that black women have naturally or something that a black woman has been doing for a long time? And when they do it, it's a trend. But when black women painted it and when a black woman did it, it was. They were, they were ashamed for it. You know, if anyone remember the minstrel shows where you had these white people who painted their faces, black, acting not a black character, so to speak, and they made these, painted their face so that their lips looked incredibly huge. Black people are supposed to have full lips. That's just one of the things that we were that they you know they is is a characteristic so to speak, and now Botox is billion dollar industry. You yeah, have middle age, young age, whatever. I saw a video where this girl literally was making sure she contour. Her lip gloss, her not her lip gloss, but her makeup, so that her lips look bigger than they were. They were fuller. And yeah, she was white. Why is this okay? You weren't born with these lips. We were picked on for centuries because we had big lips. And now it's a trend. Oh, I have full lips. No. That's not cool. In fact, you're actually saying or you're making money off of cosmetics to make a person look like they have fuller lips. And then there was the coming to a party. It was a party award show, one of the two, where she tanned herself or spray tanned tanned herself to the point where she was a could pass possibly mixed possibly black girl i don't understand where was the outrage on that why is this still why you know how many decades it took for a brown skinned to dark skinned girl to play a lead role in a movie or a show as a love interest, as someone who is considered beautiful, likable something of the sort and not just the loud friend the loud eraser friend loud ghetto friend or something of the sort you know how long it took because beforehand to be considered to be the pretty person the leading role you had, to pass, you had to pass the brown paper bag test. And for those who don't know, you have to be lighter than the brown paper bag. Just as light, if not lighter, you have to be able to could pass. If they dyed your hair, you know, doing your makeup just right, you might be white, or you are mixed. Again, race appropriation, that's not cool. We have been condemned for our race, centuries, and still being condemned for our race. We don't get to go home at night and take it off. Some days, out. Well, no, I don't. I actually like being a black girl. Honestly, I say it. For any man who decides to go, I don't care. I'm magic. I'm magic. As far as I'm concerned, I'm magic. My skin. My skin, period, is worth gold. Have you seen a black person age? I'm 36 years old. And when I tell people that, they're like, no, you're not. I'm like, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Check the ID. I'm 36 years old. You see? My mom, Dad, she looks like your sister. No, she's my mom. Grandmother, that woman died at 98 years old. You couldn't look at her and like, just seeing photos that are like, oh my God, I thought she was in her 60s or 70s. It was just so beautiful how black women age, or how black people age. A- we age gracefully because why? We have that connection to the sun. The melanin in our skin is like photosynthesis in a plant it's what makes our skin glow it's what makes us age so gracefully the Sun doesn't beat us up the same way it does a white person again sorry for my Caucasian listeners but it's it's science the Sun doesn't beat us up the same way in fact we any doctor will tell you that as a black person they recommend that we get more vitamin D, which is from the sun. I go outside. Now, I have been sunburned. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I, it surprised me. <laughs> Actually, because I'm like, I didn't think we burned. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we burned. <laughs> we burned. Um, I went on a cruise, and yeah i'm thinking okay great my friends my white friend that i was with we went gonna put on sunblock and we like, oh, i'm good and i burnt i was sunburned. it was so funny it was terrible but it was funny so burn but we're not we don't burn as quickly and the sun doesn't beat us up as much so my skin beautiful my hair yeah it defies gravity my hair actually can stand on top of my head i can do different things with my hair it can be curly it could be straight it could be in braids it can do all of these things i could dread it up i could i could do all of these things with my hair with not as much effort and not as much work as a person who has straight hair like in fact the straight hair person their hair don't defy gravity I mean, I can wear a fro but well no after I take my braids out you know we have that product and it's comb. I got me a good fro it may not last but I got me a fro <laughs> but it, it, it may prop to like a curly fro but it's a fro either way so yeah magic my hair defines gravity my skin is synced with the sun It glows in the sun. And regardless of all the oppression and systematic racism and the constant beating down and told that we were ugly, told that we were fat because we had big asses and hips and thighs, even though now it's trending. Oh, it's trending now. Why? Again. JLo Kim K. Oh, they got big butts. Ooh, it's a thing now. Oh, we got J-Bo booties. That is another thing that it annoys me because it's like, do you realize that we have been criticized so long for being fat? That oh we're fat. No, you're just fat. You're just you got too much. We need you to be skinnier. No, I have a big ass. I have thighs. I have. Well, okay, I don't have a big butt. Not one of those women. I was in grace with that, but <laughs> but we have thighs, we have hips, we have those things going on, and being condemned for it for so long, being called fat versus now seeing it on someone else who's lighter, who's a different race or something like that. Now it's considered cool. That's an insult. It's really like a, a slap in the face. It truly is, in my opinion. But here we are so to wrap this up because I want to stay on topic and I want to just go on some rants with all these different things that I find wrong and I I just like and because this is not it's a talk show it's a talk podcast but, this is not gonna really be throwing shade all, to- all the day and all the time, because I I don't do that. I don't want to participate in tearing another woman down. I don't like that as women, period, not just black women, as women, period, we have to just build each other up because it is a meaning world and we have to, we cannot be made people tearing each other down. However, however, I will call out things that I just, I cannot appreciate, things that I find disrespectful, things that I, I just don't like. And that's the thing. What I don't like is seeing a group of people who are capitalizing Alpha Black people who spend their days and time playing victim when they are... The actual main victim, the unintended victim here, not unintended victim, but the victim here is truly the people who they are actually using. I don't like you actually capitalizing off of something that has been our strife or black women or black people's strife for so long and then turning it and now making it a cool trade and you capitalizing off of it, but at the end of the day, you get to go and take it off. We don't get to do that. We don't get to do that our black skin, our big lips, and our big butts, they are with us forever. We don't get to take it off. Not when it's convenient. And yes, she has a big butt, so she don't get to take that off either. But the skin, the braids, yeah, we can take it out, but why? Why do I have to make my looks conform to what you or your society or your white people think is cool or acceptable or beautiful oh it's acceptable and it's beautiful to wear straight hair oh braids Ooh, They're, the fact that we actually have to have laws in place to protect us from being discriminated for styles that our hair that we want to wear our hair in If I want to wear a fro, it should not be, oh, that's not appropriate. That's not professional looking. Why not? It's neat. It's combed. It's picked out. It looks good. What is wrong with my fro? Oh, you have those dread things. No, they're locked. You guys decide to call them dreadlocks, but they are actually considered locks, and they're beautiful. It's just something that takes a little more work on your end to do. Oh, those braids, yeah, those are those are interesting. Yeah, they're braids. History lesson, braids has been, we've had these for centuries. And before you even, before you were thought of, before you people would come to our, to Africa, this is how people associated themselves with different tribes, or their status, or their job. People who wore cornrows, those were warriors. But the problem is, is, why is it something that you have? we have to make a law for? Why is there laws in place for you to accept something? But when it's okay and appropriate for you to actually wear this because you think it's cute, you think it's funny, you think it's cool, then it's trending not acceptable and that is not cool and say yes I love black cock but boo-hoo because they're calling me a nigger lover that (laughs) that that still takes the cake for me because Have black children. You have black children, and although it's a word, it is a hurtful word. It has history, it has so much behind that one word that it should never be okay with you that someone. especially if you choose to be with black men, especially if you choose to have kids by black men, because now you have those kids who are subject to that same word. And let's just be honest because we are in America. We're in the United States of America. If you have a black parent, if you have black blood coursing through your veins, it doesn't matter if you're white skin or could pass you are always subject to that word yes slave masters had babies by black women and guess what those babies weren't adopted nope Those babies were not adopted. They may have been able to work in the main house, but they were not adopted. They were not accepted as white people. So I want you to understand that the next time that you hear someone call you a nigger lover, stop playing victim and address the situation, address the fact that they had the audacity to call this man that you are quote unquote in love with, a nigger, address that. Until next time, peace be with you guys. Love you. Bye.